Hey everybody, this is Vin. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Decoding 40. Before we start the show, we need to pay some bills. This episode is brought to you by Creamy.one. Creamy.one. Creamy is your premier source for adult toys and goods. They carry unique brands for empowered singles and couples interested in exploring their sexuality. So head over to Creamy.one. Creamy.one. That's C-R-E-A-M-I-E dot O-N-E. Don't forget to use code DECODEN40 for that 15% discount. Creamy.one. Now, let's start the show. Prince Andrew, yeah, they're about to Illuminati his ass. They're going to do him like they like they did in The Godfather, where they went to go see the guy in the prison, and he's like, if you kill yourself, your family be taken care of. That's what they're going to do to this nigga. They're going to fucking put him on a plane somewhere. They're going to Princess Diana his ass. I'm sorry, but he has to go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got Diana. Now we've got this nigga. What is wrong with him? He cannot leave the young bitches alone. This is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. Zello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy, Vin. A.K.A. Vinny Pugazi, Master of Impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, sure. Stop being a backer. <laughs> this is a trigger warning. Killed 50 people. Politics, racism, sexual abuse, media. So this is bullshit. Let me finish. Welcome to Decoding 40. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main man. This is your boy L.O. a.k.a. The Eternal. What's up? It's your boy Vin the Building, a.k.a. Late Larry. Sorry I was late. <laughs> <laughs> Zalric. This is so uplifting. <laughs> it's late, Larry in the building. Sorry. I'm late to the party. I'm late to work. I'm late to my friend's house. I'm late, Larry. Hey, on the next episode of Late Larry, am I on time? No, you're not, Late Larry. <laughs> On the next episode, Larry gets a call from his late girlfriend. <laughs> hey, Larry! I'm, I'm late! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're late! As in late! Jesus Christ! You're gonna have a little late Larry! Later! Larry wins again. That's fucking gorgeous. Beautiful. Beautiful. Coming guys. Coming to BET Plus. <laughs> I do so okay. later. So uh <laughs> what's going <laughs> what's going on in your lives? <laughs> what's going on? Later. What's going on in your life, <laughs> late Larry? <laughs> you you talking to me? You want me to go first? Yes. 
I guess I'm late again. Late Larry's here. Um, what's going on in my life? Uh, nothing much, man. I um will be driving Uber starting on Wednesday because they say that's the best day to drive Uber. And I'm looking forward to that. I got myself a camera for the inside of the car, which I will be watching because there'll be conversations I'll be had and maybe something funny might be come up. I might just start talking to the camera and recording stuff, whatever. I don't say I'm excited about it, but it is what it is. Um, I, I have a, a dollar amount I need to make. And if I can make that, I'll be good and I can do it. And uh, I spoke to a gentleman from the self-proclaimed ice cream university of New Jersey about my Coquito ice cream. And um, sounds like we might be able to, I'm thinking broker some sort of arrangement because he's not a co-packer in the sense of he can, he doesn't mass produce, but he said he'd be able to make one to, I guess, I guess get the recipe to mass, the mass production recipe for it. And he'd be able to make a certain amount, not that much. Maybe I'm thinking maybe three to 500 pints. And he's giving me a good price on a per pint. Um, so I'm going to talk to him with my other friend that is in the liquor business and all this other stuff and see if we can try to figure something out. Uh, he did tell me I didn't have to take the liquor out of the ice cream. Um, in Jersey, I think you can put up to 5% alcohol in an ice cream without it being uh, a liquor license situation. That's what the gentleman told me. So that's good. Ladies and gentlemen, this you know, is not legal advice. Please do not misconstrue anything on this show <laughs> as legal advice. Please consult the appropriate lawyer. Even if we have an attorney on, do not consider it legal advice. Nah, I'm, I'm know, just well. I'm just going by what he was telling me. So I mean, at, at this point, whatever it is, and I told him I, I could take the alcohol out. It still tastes good. And he even said, say, well, like, if you want to take the alcohol out. You can put a flavor that matches the what gives what the rum gives it. You know, mm -hmm. if you want to do that, um, so that's an option. But I, I mean, either way, um, it's a good start to at least getting the conversation of how thing how much things are going to cost, how much he can he can produce for me, and then getting people to buy it. So that's then that's the whole getting on the horse and stopping at restaurants and saying, "Hey, I got an ice cream. Taste it. Did you like mm -hmm. it? Would you like to order some and sell it in your right. restaurant?" Going to ice cream shops, going to probably, I think the another step that we were talking about was possibly doing the selling thing, but it's a question of how much is shipping and everything else going to cost and what are, what are those costs uh, compared to just kind of getting a buzz. And once you get a buzz and people start knowing who the fuck you are, then you go to the next level, which would be a bigger co-packer. But right now, I would like to do a subscription service for people who want to buy it. I got to come up with a couple more flavors. I think I can work on that. But uh, yeah, that's the first step in the uh, the ice cream game, I guess. And uh, just trying to make it happen. And I don't want to be late, Larry, on ice cream. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, it is. How did you How did you find Ice Cream University? That's amazing. Well, I, I you know, thank God for Google. You know, I went on Google and I just Googled uh, co-packers, uh, New Jersey ice cream, you know, production and rules and regulations. And it's like then it goes into if you want to open up your own spot, if you want to do it in your house. Um, there is a, uh, a law in Jersey that allows you to uh, sell baked goods and certain confections out of your home. But ice cream doesn't fall into that. So I wouldn't be able to do it out of my home unless I get a regulated 
type of space in my house that does that exclusively. Like they would have to be a room where there is like, it's clean. It has to be a certain size. It needs to have plumbing and all those things and shit like that, that I can't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next step, the, 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 the other option is co-packing in which, you know, you can get someone to make your recipe and then turn your recipe into hopefully money. And that's what I'm trying to do. So we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? But um, I've got several ideas for flavors and, you know, I can make it happen. I know what I like in well, ice cream. You know. Well, I, I think your second flavor should be Dolce de Leche. Yeah, with, with just like Dolce adding the caramel to Dulce de Leche. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. oh, I'd have to take the cake. I could just get uh, a cake, uh, learn how to make a Dulce de Leche cake and just put pieces in the ice cream mm. and freeze it in the Coquito ice cream with like little pieces of it and a caramel in there. It's sexy. I could do it. All right. Yeah, I'm buying the first. I'll have a pint, please. <laughs> so that's what I got to do. Forget Ben and I, Jerry's. Know, we got we got Rick and Vinny's. <laughs> listen, I, I'm I'm just trying to, um, you know, I I just want to get on someone's radar who's like, yo, we, we like your flavor, whatever. We want to buy your flavor. They would try to make their own, but it wouldn't be wouldn't be mine. So. You know, that's that's what we're, we're trying to do right now. And hopefully we're going to sit down and talk with this guy this week and see what his numbers and, his, and it looks like. It's probably about 10, 20 grand, I'm thinking. Let us know when you're ready for your investors, man. I'm seriously. Yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah, I got I to gotta have that conversation with some people uh, very, very soon. And I, I, you know what it is? I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just doing it. And I've seen a lot of influencers talk that, you know, say that same thing. Like, you may not know what you're doing, but just just start doing it and figuring it out as you go on. Because once you're in once you're in momentum, it's easier than to just stand still and not do anything. So I'm kind of just throwing darts everywhere at this point. Um, you know, outside of the business thing, I haven't been. Uh, I, I've been kind of stumped uh, creatively. I haven't been creative in the sense of writing comedy or anything like that. I've been kind of in a in a bad place for that. So I'm trying to get you know, jumpstart that shit again. Yeah, other than that, man, you know, don't be a late Larry. And that's my time. What's up with you, Al? Uh, we are recording this on the back end of Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Martin celebratory King. Uh, weekend. We went up to uh, Connecticut, hang out with the family and had a good time, did uh, games. We were celebrating my niece's 10th birthday, which is crazy because her birthday literally marks the year I graduated from business school. And um, I still remember very vividly drive because I went to business school in New Hampshire. So I would drive back and stop at their house on my way back to New York. And I distinctly remember holding her the first time like days after she was born. And just to see her grow is just amazing. It's It's one of the absolute privileges of my life. So we just had games. My wife was uh, the event planner again, um, had us play, let's see, stack the cups, which turned into cup wars. Uh, everybody just throwing cups these, at one another. These are all drinking games, right? I was thinking they would be great drinking games, but when <laughs> most of the people at the party are like under 13, it really doesn't make for a responsible way to uh, <laughs> I guess so. be around kids. But uh, that would be an amazing uh, game. Not the stacking the cups, but in my mind, though, I was thinking we should do like a, the flipping the cup game with the kids and just put like, I don't know, apple juice or something. 
I mean, if this pandemic, if, if this pandemic ever ends and we actually get to do that couples weekend, we've been talking about forever. She will be the Julie of, of our love boat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And she will uh, thoroughly enjoy it. Um, so yeah, we did that. We watched the Eternals, which was a pretty interesting movie. It was okay. I, I know it was one of the, it's the first movie to set up the next phase of Marvel. So it didn't knock my socks off, but um, it was enjoyable. But as far as movies is concerned, I'm looking forward to watching two movies that Denzel is either in or definitely participating in. It's the Macbeth play or the Macbeth movie. And I think Jordan's Diary with Michael B. Jordan. Pretty light check-in this week. I took a break from learning Korean. And uh, I'll get back to that this week. We seek that's definitely Japanese. That means what? That's definitely Japanese. No, no, I've definitely Definitely not Korean. Nigga, how you know? You Are you sure? Because that Korean sounds like a constipated Malaysian to me. I didn't even think constipation. I was thinking he got uh, uh, what, what do you call it when somebody gets cut across their uh, intestine area? <laughs> He's been disemboweled. Disemboweled. Yes. Don't you that up? But yeah, that's my checking, and I am done. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Code and Forty, <laughs> goddammit. No. What's up with you, Rick? Oh man. Um I, I did something interesting with, with the family. The B- Brooklyn Botanical Garden has this this light display. And it's 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 everything's happening at night and they, they do these these light installations and it was really kind of pretty, but I didn't get to enjoy it because the entire time I'm pretty much chasing my son around and trying to get him to not touch the installations um, because they're pretty lights. And then when he wasn't paying attention to the lights, he's in the snow and he's like, oh, daddy, um, my hands are cold. I'm like, OK, you got to stop touching the snow. But I want to touch the snow. Well, you, you can't have both. It's, it's either your hands, your hands are going to be warm or you're going to touch the snow. Which which one do you want? He wants both. Daddy, where obviously. the fuck are my gloves? <laughs> <laughs> where are my mittens? I was going to say, do you, do you know that this is going to be a reoccurring theme in his life? <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But I didn't, I I did not really. Gloves the condoms. I want to feel it. It's <laughs> dangerous, But I don't want AIDS. I don't want AIDS. <laughs> by then it'll be COVID AIDS CADES or some shit like that some new shit yeah but you know like the, if 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 it was a date night with me and my wife and we walked through the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens at night with this light display it would have been amazing but mm-hmm. chasing a toddler chasing two toddlers around this thing was just womp, womp. it just wasn't fun and then at the end of it because my wife bought the tickets so I'm like well 
you know, I asked her how much it was and it was like, well, for a family of four, it was like $120. And I didn't enjoy not one second of it. I'm like, that's too much. We, we, that's, that's too much. I didn't enjoy it. That was, that was, we, we overspent. Now you're calculating your happiness. Like, I only enjoyed about Five minutes. He was on the prices right and didn't win. <laughs> like a beautiful show. Three minutes into getting into the Brooklyn Botanical Garden, I got to take my son to the bathroom. And then it, then it was all downhill from there. Oh, so I, I, I've become a snitch. I've become a criminal. Uh, 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 what do you call it? A, a CI. What is a CI? Informant. A rat, but not to the police. So this morning I get up and I went to put out the garbage and I saw across the street, a neighbor that I don't know, his bumper is off his car. He's a, he's a, he's a SUV and his bumper is off the SUV and they're walking around it. Like with their hands up in the air, like, and I, I can see them gesturing. I can't hear what they're saying, but obviously it was not like that when they parked the car. I wonder if so I'll get my car. <laughs> so immediately I go to my ring, my, my ring, uh, video, uh, uh, video doorbell. And I'm looking up to see like what happened to the car. And I'm, yelling spectacle the show over here. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, yo, did you, it wasn't <laughs> like that when you left it. Right. I got a camera. So I'm going through and I'm looking through and I, and I can see, there was a, a like an F-150 parked in front of him. And I can see that there was somebody who came out of the building across the street, got into the passenger side, and then they backed up and then they pulled forward. And as they pull forward, the whole bumper comes off of the car. They slowed down for just a second and then they bounced. So it's not like you can't, wow. you, you knew that you, I don't know if they knew the extent of the damage that they did, but it was like their trailer hitch got under the bumper and just pulled the whole thing off. But you knew you did some sort of damage, but you didn't. You didn't stick around. But hopefully, uh, now that now that we have video of it, and I sent it to my neighbor, they're hopefully they're busted. Did you, did you catch the license plate? No license plate. But uh, there's not a lot of silver F-150s around this neighborhood. So if if you true. come back, we got you. I'm like McGruff. In that driver's defense, though, F-150 is a pretty powerful and sturdy vehicle. Yes. So it is but possible it, that they may have felt like they bumped it, but not felt them pulling the bumper off. No, sir. There's no way you pulled off that bumper and you don't hear it. There's no way. There's no way you don't feel it. There's no way you don't hear it. Well, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't see it because I had my Confederate flag and I couldn't block. I couldn't lit, hear it because I was blasting my, my Trump speech. Wait, what are these so black people? I'm, in, oh, white I'm, people. In, I'm in Flatbush. Yeah. I'm like, wait, but it's an F-150. <laughs> black people drive you know, F-150s. Yeah, they oh, do. God. And they listen and they wear black for Trump shirt. Have you have you not met a, a construction <laughs> worker or a contractor or... Uh, I got a, a problem. Yeah, or an electrician. I, I, I have. You know, they have a problem with black and they driving F one fifties because of the tax break that you get for driving a a, a vehicle that's over six thousand pounds. So it's not I'm uncommon. Aware of the tax break. Okay, but so you see them. The all, that's why you see them all over the place being driven by black and brown people. Oh, 
Anyway, Sorry. I've never heard. You have a problem with people, black people, driving F one fifties. I just think the F one fifty is 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 uh, very aligned with racism. I just I feel like that is a, that is that is one of the wow. vehicles that classifies as a as a. It, you have a higher propensity. You have you have a higher propensity to be racist and or conservative if you drive an F one fifty. I just I, I believe that too. I, I I can't say for sure, but I believe it to be. You know true. you know what that is right there, sir. That is a true definition <laughs> of malarkey. Super, 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 super That's some malarkey. But I believe it to be true. Every time I see an F one fifty, I just be like, that "See, like it's like it's like if I see Rick, if I if if I if I see Rick in a Subaru, I think Bernie Sanders. You know, hey, he's supporting Bernie Sanders. But if I see an F one fifty, Trump voter. Okay, I can't say, sis. But I'm that's interesting. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, well, I live I, in yeah. the South, so mm-hmm. I don't. I there's no way I would uh, attach it just to white Confederate flag flyers. Um, a lot of black people drive. I mean, I I, I don't even. It's actually the most popular. It's actually the most popular <laughs> right? vehicle in the entire world. Mm, yeah, that's that's hilarious. The the most that insane. sounds like a super fact. No, look that's it up. Right. It's the most popular vehicle in the entire world. Mm, is the four? I don't know the world, but I definitely know in the United States. In the world, mm. I am going to say you are a racist, mm. sir, because you purchased an F one fifty. That in the Toyota. Anyway, so, yeah. So I, 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 I gave up the goods and gave it to my neighbor. So you gave them a video, or how does that work? You gave them a clip. Yeah, I gave them a video clip of of the of the guy backing up and pulling his bumper off and pulling off. So oh, you, you know, are informant. Yeah, I am. You, yeah, I'm, you I'm you turn you in. But, but if that I is literally, you do, if I see that, you do any kind of fuck shit in front of my house. If you if you if you're throwing <laughs> any kind of fuck shit, don't, don't throw any garbage. Don't let your dog poop anywhere. Don't be hitting my neighbor's mirrors. You're getting busted. Infama. He's the entire <laughs> block association. Yeah, but but I'll be <laughs> inside. Yeah. You will call me for 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 going forward, and this time. Forever, I will be addressed as Mister Campbell. <laughs> Yo, Get my, your ball my off my yard, little boy. So many crimes already, like the pooping in front of my house. You drop garbage. The neighbor's daughter the disappearing. <laughs> the bumper. Hold incident. on, let me go to the videotape. Now, we've solved oh. so many crimes. Actually, he's the new water wolf. He's the new water wolf. You've you just uncovered that you nosy as fuck. That's what you've uncovered. Let's, let, let's go to the videotape. That's what I've Boom. uncovered. This is when the guy's bumper gets ripped off. Boom. Right there. Got him. Got him. Oh, you so see man. that fucker right there? Got him. Yeah. So, so Rick, do you have, a, you have a ring doorbell? You got yeah. a ring? Yeah. I was going to say, so Neighbors is literally inside of the ring doorbell, for those who don't have it, because I, I just got mine a couple months ago. Inside of the, the ring app there's a, a thing called neighbors and literally you can share anything from your ring to the neighbor that's the whole concept of of neighbors it's like it's like facebook community it's for, for, it's for people who have rings that's pretty creepy, so creepy. That's anything pretty creepy. that's going on no but actually it's, it's what i do like about it is is they'll they'll be like 
look out for this car. This person is stealing packages packages or look out for th- for this person. Some rent like there's some weird stuff on there. Like people are just like running look up out for this running, person. running up on people's uh, 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 steps Nakes. and looking in the window and then like leave. It's like weird stuff that you see on there. Like it's it's really uh, if, the, if there's a fire or something like that, it's, it's some it's some weird stuff. Um, yeah, it, there's I, always some shit I, I feel like I had a propensity for people to misuse that is so high. It's a hundred percent. hundred percent. But there are a lot of packages stealing. You've had what? Stealing. I've had that ring shit now for about three, four years before it was even popular. And then it started to get popular. I had that shit for a minute now. My shit is sent, uh, is over my door. It's not even a bell. It's just a camera. So if you come in my doorway, the camera pops on and it records you. And uh, one night, that's when I saw the motherfucker in my car taking something because the ring alarm shit went off, but it was, it was already too late. I had woke up and saw this shit. It was already, it had already happened. And this is before I had, had weapons and shit. And this motherfucker was in my car. I could see him digging through. He was digging like a crackhead. Mm. Now, you know how crackheads dig just all, you know, fast and shit. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's the human version of scurrying through something. Yeah, he's scurrying through something. <laughs> Crackhead shit. Gotta get some money. Get money back. Money back. Yeah, that, that fucking shit. And um, they're dope. If As long as they're set right, because sometimes they can be too sensitive. Sometimes, like, the shit yeah. just comes on for no reason. But your camera seems to just fucking fight crime. Obviously, because well, shit, shit catches everything. <laughs> <laughs> this thing has the crime fighting camera. He does. Yo, he is gonna fucking start catching meteorites hitting the fucking ground. Everything. This thing is gonna have everything <laughs> on that camera. I, yeah. I feel like I this is what I another... caught today. <laughs> I in flight of the camera, I can get more information. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the guy in the scene. They gonna start hanging them on trees across the street. <laughs> That's just to say, look, don't come on my block fucking around. Wow. Because I will this turn block you in. Is being monitored. This block is being monitored by the Alric camera. I'm going to put a sign up on a corner. This block is being monitored. My website is www.myblock.com. <laughs> by walking on this block, you submit to permission to have your uh, likeness recorded by Alric Campbell. We'd like to give uh, Alec Campbell Ring Camera of the Year, Brooklyn Borough President. We'd like to acknowledge Alec in his crime fighting camera. This, we call it Camera Array. It's the most watched block in Brooklyn. The Eye of Slapushan outside of the Staples Center. And the Stitch Award goes to. <laughs> yeah, he is the Batman of this shit. Yeah, this nigga man. catches police doing dumb shit. He be catching criminal doing <laughs> yep. dumb shit. Look, I nobody I got a police mind in with with, with yeah. big snow upon his roof. <laughs> we got to We got to get Alfred a little Alfred. He got an Alfred. Yeah. Batman needs Alfred, man. Batman, man. He is that. Let me get. I'm gonna start getting cops written up. <laughs> Batman. We don't call Batman. Batman. No, that's too no close bot, to Batman. Bot. So I mean, <laughs> no, no Batman. Bot, 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 bot. No Batman. Don't get it. Bot, don't get it. Bon. They're gonna put a fucking warning on ways when you go by this nigga's house that he got cameras set up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a speed trap. <laughs> Rick's house ahead. Rick's house ahead. Snitching going on. <laughs> Snitching camera in point five. 
I want to tell you about a, a group of fucking Mulians, right? They're called the Code of 40. I watch these guys on fucking YouTube. Great guys, right? I also listen to their podcast. But get this. These fucking guys are crazy. They left a fucking telephone number for you to leave a message for them, right? It's 608-618-4040. It's 608-618-4040. I like to call them sometime and break their fucking balls and call them movies and stuff like that. You can do all that stuff. What's going to happen? They're going to come get you. Forget about it. 608-618-4040. It's your fucking life already. So it, in Ooh. that same vein, and I got to be careful about how I say this. So there is a house on my block. When you put ring cameras in, I will say this. When you put ring cameras in, you, you get notified when people walk by your house. So there is a house that's on my block that gets an unusual amount of traffic. And it gets unusual amount of traffic all times of day and night. And I'm trying not to be that guy where I'm like, you know, you're getting a little, you're getting a, and, and by the way, super cool people. Like I've met them super nice, very friendly, very neighborly. The big bags but are 50, a, the ones are 20. It's, yeah, it's just a lot of traffic in the snow, <laughs> in the rain, at two o'clock in the morning. And, and, and where I live, it's not like, it's not a commuter block. So if you're not coming to see somebody, you ain't on my block. Like, cause I live in the cul-de-sac. So if you ain't coming to, to, if you ain't coming to see somebody or you ain't, you ain't Uber Eats dropping off, then you ain't coming here. So, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out at what, what is the threshold by which there's so much foot traffic that I should be concerned. And I don't know what you, you what should that be is. concerned about how they're walking. Are they walking with hunched shoulders? No. Crackheads no, walk with but a, I, kind of a hunch. You gotta look at. Yeah, do they have the crackhead walk when they're coming through? Nope. No, are, they, are they happy when they leave? Are they happy when they I, leave? What I what I do know is some people come and they don't stay long. I know okay. that. It's true. So they it's come and they up. stay for a sh a short duration, as well as various different times of night and different people. And I know how many bedrooms all of the houses have because they're all the same. They're all ticky tacky. They're all copies of each other. So I know yeah. how many bedrooms it is. What's you ice? And there's way ice now? too many people. There's way it's too ice. many people coming and going. There's way too many people coming and going. So I just, I'm just trying to figure out what the threshold is where what, I should what, be concerned. What, 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 but I'm not, I'm not like Rick. I'm not sharing my video. They can't, cops can't have my video. I don't what ask people look like that are concerned citizen to Joe Goldberg from the show You. You sound like a weird stalker right now. I could I could be concerned. I'm just not snitching. Go ahead. What do you say? Rick? What do the, what do the people look like that are that are visiting? Do they look disheveled? Do they look like they? Yeah. No. They, they, no. Do they got to walk? No. So they no, might be selling. Little, so they might be selling a little weed. I I, I don't want to make it sound like that. But nigga, what I'm saying is, is like, no, no, no. Like this say like, look. You need to come in on the deal, nigga. Your fifties, I'm on if, for twenties. Your twenties, I'm on for ten. All right. If they selling, if they, if you selling see, weed over I here, what you doing? I see what you're doing. I am a snitch. I will snitch on you unless you hook me up with the good bombazine. Nah, like, you, 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 you ain't selling. You ain't selling nothing less than ounces over here. So you ain't you ain't selling you ain't selling nicks and dimes over here. So I I, I don't know. I don't know. And you ain't coming out in the rain at two o'clock in the morning. In the dark. What are you doing looking out the window at two o'clock in the morning? I'm not. I'm up at two o'clock in the morning. My, my ring. No, your ring notifies you. It'd be like, someone's at your front door, walking by your front door. I'm like, it's 2.30 in the morning. And then and, and then like 2.41, 2 
someone's that person leaves someone's leaving walking by your front door again maybe so maybe you know the time the app, you, get, you need to get a gun nigga. you need to get yourself a gun get yourself a, get to go out there and get yourself a laugh that's my that's get, that's my next question shotgun, and you'll be all right i have a question right. and you may not know because i'm a resident here i want to keep my new york driver's license but there i want to see if i can get a new jersey there new jersey go. uh no nah, I, I don't want that gun? i want to keep my new york license you're gonna have to transfer it within a certain period of time. It's it's the law, unless you have a legal mm. residence in New York. I I do have a legal residence. I still have a legal residence in New York. So, so if you're, if you're using that legal them. residence for your license address, then yes, you can do that. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but you won't be able to get a uh, a license, a gun license in New Jersey without a, a New Jersey identification. I believe I mean, you have to use a license when you when you apply for your permit. Well, I'm. I'm going to see if I can find a, a gun consultant and see if they can tell me how to do that. Cause I, I do want to, I do want to get a firearm, okay. but I want to keep my New York license. Anyway, why don't, why don't you want to transfer to New Jersey? Is there something? Are you being stalked? Are you yeah, on the run? Being stalked. <laughs> Cause somebody trying to kill me. Nah, uh, now nah, there's uh there's legal and tax reasons, but nothing bad. Like uh, once okay. again, but, uh, this show does not in any way endorse any type of legal advice. <laughs> Please consult. Please consult. Legal professional. <laughs> yeah. um, what else is going on? So I I uh I shared a picture of my daughter for, for her birthday last month. And I know somebody who has a very popular clothing line, and they text me and they were like, yo, your daughter's beautiful. I want to do a shoot with your daughter with the product. So I was hype about it. I was like, oh, of course. I'm I'm so flattered. I'm excited. Blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. I go to the wife. I'm like, yo, so-and-so wants to put us in their ads. And then, and then my wife is like, yeah. Um, how much they paying? And I'm like, <laughs> they just want to do the shoot. And my daughter has no track record, no book, no no book of business. And I was just like, let's just let her do the shoot. It's high visibility. Maybe she can get some more work like that. And my wife is not hearing that. So I don't know if the no. shoot may happen. What, you, what are you talking I, about yeah. a popular brand? Absolutely it, not. It, it's a popular it's, it does they don't have a lot of money. I know they got they enough for something. No. I just thought it I thought it would be good for exposure. Well, anyway, I was just shocked at, at, at the, the only the only way that would make any sense is if you're actually going to start taking your daughter out on go sees and for her to start working as a as a infant model. But, but I, I don't but, see you having that kind of time. Yeah, that's that's part of it. But what I was thinking is this could get picked up on a on a regional campaign or a New York City campaign. So that's why I was like, that would be cool if she was on like billboards and stuff like that. But what I said to her is, why don't we just put a writer in there? If if it does get picked up by a campaign, then we we bump up the check. Like we do the shoot. If it gets picked up and they do the regional campaign and we get paid. I don't I don't know. That actually sounds reasonable. I thought that was reasonable. But once again, those shows should not be relying on legal advice for any type of legal advice. I don't I don't I don't think any of those deals are ever structured that way. But okay. I don't try. I have no idea. We can try to support this disclaimer. I have, no idea. I have no idea. And last but not least, I'm trying to do an experiment. I'm trying to only this is, is a very scary experiment. I'm only trying to watch YouTube for a month. 
No television. And I've been watching YouTube on my television, which has been really interesting. But it's, if you let YouTube just go, you will end up in the weird parts of YouTube. And you've, but I have learned so much. It has been so educational. I've watched all these documentaries. I I have learned so much about so many things that I had no intention of learning about. I just kind of let, you know, let it run. And I've also taken all these walking tours, all Sarajevo, South Africa, (laughs) Australia. It's been amazing. I've fallen down that hole. Did you say virtual walking tours? Yeah. They're walking tours. They they just walk through the city. But it's hard to travel now. Camera walking through a city. It's amazing. And, yeah, I've fallen down that hole. We should actually have a segment on that, on the YouTube hole that you've fallen into, because I'm sure yes. everybody's watched a bunch of videos that you never... So I think I posted in our chat once, it's a 3D bot model, what's it called? King of the Hill. Basically, it's Hot Wheels car racing, and it's like a tournament. And you start watching it, and it's like you're all of a sudden 10 years old, playing with Hot Wheels. And I got sucked into that. They put the Hot Wheels like on treadmills and things like that? No, on tracks. They're racing it down a track and there's commentary as if there's real racing happening. (laughs) What you you did as a child where you made up your own commentary for this race that's happening, that's what they do. It's it's a lot of fun. That sounds hilarious, actually. It is, it is. Yeah, we, we should do a segment on the YouTube hole. So I've I've been trying to see like if I lived in a YouTube hole for a month, uh, what would I, what would come up and what would that my algorithm look like? It's it's been super weird. What I will say is don't anybody who wants to try this exercise, make sure you stop periodically and choose what you want to watch. Don't let them just push you content. But yeah, it's been interesting. So that's my check-in. So recently we have a uh, New York City, and when I'm saying we, I know I'm in Jersey, but uh, you know this pretty much impacts all of us. Uh, New York City has a new mayor named Eric Adams, and Eric Adams has been supporting some controversial legislation that would allow non-citizens to be able to vote in local elections, which, of course, is causing a a kerfuffle. And uh, so what do you guys think about that? Should non-citizens be allowed to vote? And how do you feel about that? So when I first heard about this story, it was presented to me a little bit without all the facts. So this is particularly those who are in the DREAMer program. So they are on track for naturalization. And I think they have to have residency in New York for at least 30 days. That's the only part that really gives me like pause. But if these are people who are in the city who have made concerted efforts in order to be naturalized as U.S. citizens, I think I am inclined to support this legislation. Well, if what I first heard was that it wouldn't be a problem. It's a nonsense. Right, but they are they are contributing to the economy of New York. They are paying taxes here in New York. And for them not to be able to participate in the voting is uh, taxation without representation. And that is the part that makes me think, okay, we probably should include them in the elections. I think initially I heard, yeah, like you, I heard I heard the version of this that kind of made it sound like anyone who was not a citizen was able to vote. But you right. have to be a legal resident of New York City of New York State or New York City to be able to vote. 
meaning you're a green card, you're you're part of this dreamer program, you know, talk program, whatever. But I don't think this is a good idea. I think this is a bad idea. And I come from a family of immigrants, but I also come from a family of immigrants who are citizens, who took that extra step to become citizens of the United States in order to be able to vote. There has to be a privilege that comes along with taking those extra steps. And someone who's here as a legal resident still has citizenship in another country. So you come here, you live in the community, you vote for things that may not align with what the community needs, and you can always fuck off back to wherever you came from. But we're left holding the bag because we live here and this is this is ours. We are committed to this when you're not all the way in. You got to be all the way in in order to vote. It, it, that's my opinion. In order to make those sort of significant changes in how this city runs, you got to be all the way in. One of the articles that I was reading about this, it makes an interesting point, is that voting was not originally about citizenship, particularly at the local level. It was about land ownership. But what happened was we started to get other immigrants starting to come to the country. So then you're talking about your Jewish populations, your Italian populations, Irish, etc. So they weren't landowners, but they still needed to participate or wanted to participate in how the city was run. So that eventually led to them being a part of the process. But then all of these rules in, about citizenship and, and residency, these in some ways might be considered exclusionary. I'm going to look at who is being invited to the table and who is being excluded from the table. And again, if, if, if we're willing to accept people working within our city, and we're willing to take their money and their taxes, then I think we should be able to consider them as being eligible to vote in the city and the politics that govern the city. What was so funny is when, when just like you guys, I thought anybody, as long as you were just like here, like maybe you were here on vacation, you could like, like go to a Broadway show and then you could go vote. And that's, that's how I thought it was going to be. I want everyone to be able to participate in our society, but I do think that voting should be a right of, of citizenship. Um, I think this is a bad idea. And also, because it is New York City, I don't think it would impact the elections significantly. So what is what is the reason and the cause? What is the motivation for passing this law? That is really what I want to know. I want to know who they're appealing to or whatever the case may be. Now, with the information that I've just learned as a result of what you guys were talking about and Googling it and whatever else, I'm more inclined to say, okay, if you have applied for citizenship, if it's pending, whatever it is, and you've been accepted, then yeah, okay, you can go vote. I don't have a problem with that. But I but I I do agree with Rick in the sense that there's there's just gotta be there's gotta be a line by which certain things are, are and certain things aren't. This is just a political play, I think, from um, in this situation of Democrats in New York City trying to maintain the hold on their position in government. You know, statistically, immigrants tend to vote Democratic because a lot of the stuff that they, they take advantage of comes from Democratic legislation. So they tend to vote Democrat. On top of that, immigrants depending on the part of the world they're from, and especially if they're from like the Middle East or North Africa, they take 
uh, elections and shit like that a lot more serious, I think, more politics. Think. So, you know, if you get a block of votes, you know, in any given election and it's a close election and you you can guarantee 100, 200,000 immigrants are probably going to vote your way, that that's a lot. That's a that's a large uh, block of votes. So I think it's all political playing right now because the Republicans are trying to just shut down voting rights in so many locations, even inside of New York State. They're voting. There's, there's counties in New York that they're voting against uh, CRT and all that other shit. <laughs> so this is nothing but the Democrats. All right, y'all going to do that? We're going to do this. That's how I'd look at it personally. Um, I don't know. I don't. It's, it's all about votes. It's all about get, it's, 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 it's trying to it's trying to secure votes. But what's the advantage? So if you look at a city like in New York, we're already heavily Democratic city. So if you add another 800,000 people to the rolls, you're just going to have basically a large majority of those 800,000 voting Democratic anyway. They can't vote in the federal elections. No, I think state they, I'm not even sure if they state no, and local, state not state. So just local. So mm-hmm. what what is the advantage in terms of that sort of political play? And that falls in line with what I was asking Mac. What does that line represent in having established whatever it, the metric is for um, being eligible to vote? I think that it becomes because we are the most populous city, we become the example for the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And then but there are the how long have we already adopted these measures? Like New York none, not first none, to do none are no, none are New York City. We are, we are, no, we're the first to do it. We're the first to do it. They say we're the no, first we're not to the do first. that. There are, are you other sure? immigrants voting in other cities. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I'm. Just, we're not not New York City. I, I think I, I think Super I heard fact. that New York City was the first. No, I don't think there's any other major city that's doing that. Let's look. Yeah, this I up. think New York City is the only one that the, I remember hearing that talking point that they were saying that New York is going to be the first city to allow immigrants to vote. Correct me if I'm non-citizens. wrong. Non-citizens. Yeah, non-citizens. Not just immigrants, but so, non-citizens. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought I heard that. I don't know. There's something There's something that feels weird about... I'm sorry. I think New York is going to be the largest municipality to adopt this legislation, but I, I don't think it's first. But please continue to talk. I will look up the facts. That was that, that, I, I was like I was like he literally just ripped that off of Google because I'm looking at the same article. <laughs> he's using the same language, <laughs> but but yeah no. But I I think he's right. I think there are other cities. For me, the line is there's certain things a citizen should have that other citizens, other people can't. I can go to other countries and live there and get residency, but there's certain places I can't own land. There's certain right. places that I that I can't, can't even I, own a business. Like, right. Right. And it's not even about money. It's just that the that the that the country, the town or the municipality will not allow it. So I think, you know, like we just got to protect certain things for people who are citizens. And it's not because I don't want people to be citizens. Just go through the process. And I know sometimes that's not easy. And I'm saying that only as somebody being born here and I'm not trying to make light of that situation. I understand the the struggle. Um, I have some friends who are not citizens. So I like we have these conversations and how difficult it is to move. But at the same time, like that doesn't it's not going to impact the election. It's just going to be another reason for the other side to talk about how we're not protecting America or whatever. And it becomes a talking point. I'm first generation American. So I understand how important it is for immigrant communities to have a voice in how the city is run. But at the same time. You have to be all in. You can't you can't be halfway in, halfway out and have a have have a voice in how we're going to direct this ship because you can always bounce. 
I wholeheartedly believe that because everybody can always bounce. Like, what does that mean? I I don't have a citizenship in any other nation other than the United States. Right. But if you had a work. I can leave here. Yeah. But I'm I'm still not a citizen anywhere else in the world. Okay. If you had work authorization in another country and you were establishing your residency there and you're working, you're paying taxes, you don't believe that you should have a right in how that city is run, a right to say how that city is run? Without having citizenship? No, I wouldn't expect that. I'm not committed to this relationship. So why would I have a why would I have a voice? You in are committed to the relationship. To you actually applied for a work that, visa. Right. What are you talking about? There you had to you, go through you, some steps. You can't just go see, to a city and start you working. See, you, you're, you, so the taxation without representation in that situation doesn't make sense because you are you are taking advantage of all the advantages of living in the United States. You get all of that. You get the infrastructure, the transportation system, you get the highways and the, the bridges and the tunnels. The you get all of that. The racism, it's free. That's free. But it's not free. You're paying we into throw that, that system. For nothing. You don't even have to pay for that. It comes for free. But you're paying into that system, though. Exactly. And that so it's not free. You're, you're paying right. into so that if system. I'm paying into that system. I should have a right as my dollars are no, paying. No, 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 no. You're already enjoying that system. When you want to influence so that, that when you want to influence that system, there's another step because everyone else who is influencing that system is a citizen. So there's another step. So you're saying that the people who pay taxes enjoy the benefit of living in a city that is run and you, you don't have to worry about getting on the subway. You don't have to worry about getting on a bus. You don't have to worry about your trash being picked up. You don't have to worry about electricity, how it gets to your house, the power lines, all of that stuff is great. That infrastructure is in place. You've paid for that. You're paying into that. So That's what you're paying take for. Take my money, but I can't say who governs the city. Take Well, yeah, take your money, and this is what you get in exchange for your money. Spit of Vaseline. I got you. That's what you call it? Listen here, turn just on wash the, my you, dishes. You don't when you get a turn on, When you turn on the water right. in you're your saying, kitchen, <laughs> you expect that water is going to come out of it, right? Because you've paid your taxes. Right. That's right. what you get. If you go but outside of the United to... States and you pay your taxes, you turn that spigot and nothing may come out. Okay, but that's infrastructure. I'm talking about the right Absolutely. To but how does that what do you what, is, what do you think the tax money goes? Right, but your voice also dictates where that money goes. Right. So you have to go to the next step. You got to become a citizen. Okay. So what do you if got? You, if you I have, have a question. Hold on. If you have a green card. Yes. Or if, if you're in one of the um, naturalization programs, you're mm-hmm. making the steps. I don't understand what you're saying. You're making the steps. You're in the process. You're in process. Okay. And when you're done, so, wow. when you're done, then you get this. So, I'm glad this passed. So, is it, so I, I have, I have, I, <laughs> so I have a couple of questions. Would you guys feel differently if this was in a place where it had an impact on the election? So, for example, if this were in Houston, Dallas or Texas, where if all the undocumented were able to vote, it could possibly. Well, it's not it's not undocumented. I mean, we can keep it in New York. Um, We're not Republicans, but I can understand I can understand an argument and the lawsuit that they're filing in order to shut this down because they know another 800,000, 600,000 votes. Any measure that they probably want to pass, not measure, but any um, uh, mayor or controller, and there's one other position, they won't be able to control the narrative at all. Never, it'll never get through. But what I'm saying is, is if this happened in Texas and they could vote statewide where it could shift the election, would that change either of your perspectives on it? 
if they, or or if it was just local elections, but local elections have statewide impact. So my but my point being is is because in reality all elections all, all elections are local. Be, but go ahead, Vince. That's what the New York, New York City could be the example, and they and they can say, oh, if it works in New York City, why can't we do it statewide? And then 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 it becomes a statewide thing where they're letting immigrants statewide vote. Wow, you 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 guys sound like um. It, it could no. I'm just that's it, what what I'm I'm talking like about. Well. That's all I want to say. It's a, it's a slippery. You always like to drive, man. Yeah. All I'm saying thing is that I'm not I'm not I'm not speaking against it. I'm speaking it. I'm speaking it from the perspective of why they don't want it, because then it's like, oh well, then if it's if it's state, I mean, if it's city or local, then we can do it statewide, and then it becomes a problem because then it it can then affect Republicans getting voted into power in especially if you, governors. If you, if you do it statewide, it would be very it would absolutely yeah, impact it, it would be a problem for a Republican for them. that's to, why they have to I, become governor. against it. I, you know what? I also don't have a problem with this from uh, a political uh strategic standpoint because we always talk about the Democrats don't show enough guts and uh cojones to get yeah. things done. They got it done. And whatever they're trying to protect or whatever they see as the political win on this That'll, you know, pan out. But it, it was done. They wanted to get it done and they got it done. I, I could say a lot for what's not happening on the federal level that should be getting done. But this was done. So I don't have a problem with it. And I also congratulate my vote counts. This means that it's good for it's good for it's good for everyone else. I, I, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, that's politics yeah. is. Yeah, politics is good not, for some ones. It is good for someone. I'm not saying it's good for us. Listen, this is Jorge Rodriguez at the sandwich show. I don't necessarily. And I want to say my vote counts, bitch. <laughs> can we, can we I'll use make that your sandwich for, and you can take you. my vote, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I pay taxes. I make you just because I make your egg and cheese. I can't get a vote. I know you thought last week was bad, but let me tell you about this week in racism. This week in racism. In Las Vegas, Nevada, a 23-year-old black man was arrested on a warrant that was issued for a 49-year-old white man with a bushy beard and blue eyes. And as a matter of fact, the last crime that this guy was arrested for, oh, no, no, one of the first crimes this guy was, was arrested for was um, a felony conviction he had in 1994, which was three years before this black man was born. And somehow the cops figured that uh, he fit the description. Everybody knows that uh, black people can uh, travel time. Obviously, he was a time traveler and he was able to go back in time and commit that crime as well. So that's 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 what I'm sticking to. And shape shifting. These Negroes are shape shifting. They can they can shape shift and time travel. You don't understand. That's why they're so fast with running. They can run back in time. This is like, like this is the new program introduced by Steve Bannon, uh, Steve Bannon called the stand in program. You can stand in for a white man. You can take his uh, you can take his charge. It's right. called the stand in. Yes, oh Steve Bannon stand-in program. So you can stand in for another white man's crime. That's what, that's all. Oh, no, sir. This is the same uh, reason why they can't get the depiction of Jesus quite correct. 
<laughs> was there a drawing? So how did this happen? How, how do we know how it happened? How he was approached? Was he arrested at home? No, he got pulled over. Okay, so this twenty-three-year-old no. gentleman got pulled over. He didn't have his driver's license on him, but he gave oh, him his cool. social security card, which had his his full name on it, and they ran the name. And what came back was a warrant for a forty-nine-year-old white man with a bushy white beard and blue eyes who committed a crime in 1994, which was three years before this man was. But you know what? You know, sometimes they're like, I don't know. I can't tell how old you are, black yeah. man. You know what we need to find out? Was this black arrest, did this arrest occur in the day or at night? <laughs> because, yo, the fact why, is, why does white, he look lighter why, why in the it, day? He looks lighter during the day. The, the white I understand the that did, we look different depending on the time. Well, how do you spend? Okay, so so part so he this guy is now suing like several different law enforcement uh, in in Las Vegas because he spent six days in jail. Come on. No, he didn't. Oh, oh come on. on. He spent man. six days in jail. Man, get your check. Get your bag. I would sue. Oh, my God. I'd everybody. sue all the casinos. I'd sue Yo, do you, everybody. Do you, know how many, do you know how many senators that nigga L would have called in six days? <laughs> <laughs> all of them. All, all of them. He would have called all of the senators <laughs> and started on the House of Representatives, nigga. He got the I would have started with cinema and mansion. <laughs> I don't know if you would have got through calling collect from jail. Oh, no. This is after I get out. Oh, this is after I get out. Oh, after you got out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving me a pen and a pad. <laughs> a stereo and another, tape. And another thing. Oh. Yeah, I feel like you should, they shouldn't even fight this in court. Just just give them a check. Just, just yeah, give them a check. What's, what's an appropriate check? check? What's an appropriate check? Well, the arresting officer should get fired, obviously. And then he should, get, he should get... A million for each day. Six days, six days. He should get $1.3 million. In total? Why 1.3? Yeah. But yeah, well, half, half a million. That out of his ass. Literally. He just looked up in the sky and said 1.3. And was like, yeah, I did. I did. I completely pulled that. <laughs> like 200,000. I pulled that out of my ass. I mean, but yeah. It's a number, just, it's nah, a number I, that I would have, if, if the arresting officer got fired, it's a number that I would have been happy with. Why would you have been happy? I'm trying to get your rationale around 1.3. Because a, a million dollars wouldn't have been enough because then I have to pay taxes on it. And nah, nah, nah. so I'm thinking when the lawyer takes a third. Yeah, so you, you're probably going to get about 400000 out of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking he should he should at least he should at least have a half a million dollars in his bank account after all is said and done. So I'm thinking exactly. 1.3, maybe 1.4, maybe 1.4 will get him there. Half Fuck a million? Give me a million, for, million a day. I'm in that motherfucker. That's where I'm starting at. We can fucking negotiate the rest, nigga. Well, he would have had to lose a limb in jail if he got beaten up in jail. If he right, got matter. if he got shanked in jail, I was in jail. He could have got oh that. God, <laughs> I got in jail. I was destroyed, and I saw something, and I'm I'm PTSD, and I can't work anymore. <laughs> and all I want to do is make coquito. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you would have you would have had to have a good job before you went to jail. <laughs> Mr. Perez, you were only in there 45 minutes. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't I want a million matter. dollars a minute. I want a I million want dollars a minute. You scumbag. <laughs> in ones, nigga. After taxes. After taxes. I want it in ones. Maybe 50% in Bitcoin. 
So I want to know who was the arresting officer, who made the decision to do this, and how is it possible that they held him six days? But see, this is the part that I think he is. This nigga, hold up, hold up. Was this this nigga in Hazard County? Who pulled him over? (laughs) Las (laughs) Las Vegas, Nevada. This is the part I think in Hazard County justifies his getting a large uh, reward. Because that had to go through several channels of people. Yeah. When you get arrested, the person who arrests you is not the person who booked you. Mm -hmm. The person after you get booked, there's another person who looks at the paperwork and sends it over to the. So multiple. He's right. Multiple people had to look at this and see the description and either ignore it or let it go through. Yeah. Somewhat. So. And and no cop it was in the black. Well, what you said, Las Vegas. No, mm-hmm. Most of these cops are not patrolling by themselves. So that means there was a partner who had to co-sign this. Yeah. So you got two I, people I co-signing. Like, he was guilty. He was black. He was once, once the arresting officer decided they were going to put him in jail. Like he just got put into the system, and the system just did what the system does. Like it just. Yeah. Push you along to the next, push you along to the next until he saw the judge six days later. But I, you got to blame the arresting officer because he saw something that didn't look right. But he's like, fuck it. That that must be a mistake because this guy is definitely the criminal the guy. <laughs> he's the de- this is, is that, definitely the criminal. But, okay, I know he was. I, I'm lumping them all together. Complaining. Like, he was arresting complaining officer, himself, his partner. Days. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're both. They, they're been, both he had a bit. Hold up. Hold up. If, if you're in there for six days, if I'm if I'm him, I'm complaining every every fucking chance I can get. There's got to be a some nobody nobody decided no. to say maybe this guy has some you know he's been bitching. I'm nobody sure everybody says they got the wrong man. <laughs> like I mean that's not going to get you much you know. But for six days, nigga, for six days straight, like I'm the wrong person. Like, like what Yo, they got somebody, you in here for? On some bullshit. Somebody's been that saying that shit for 31 years right exactly. now. Exactly. And he's he's still locked up. <laughs> and he's probably right. They got the wrong man. So all of this because he didn't have an ID. He didn't have a picture ID. He did have a social security card. Well, if he had a picture ID, it was clearly seen on his ID. I got to take some money off this reward. They would have seen on his ID that he was black and then they would have let him go. Clearly. Maybe. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> got him. They could only they could only confirm his blackness by his ID. Because it is shape shifting. Think about that. Rick was like yeah, shape shifting. <laughs> Cuffing season has officially started, and where else can you get your cuffs and all things in your sexual survival kit? But creamy dot one. Creamy dot. Creamy is your premier source for adult toys and goods. They carry unique brands for empowered singles and couples interested in exploring their sexuality. So head over to Creamy.one. That's C-R-E-A-M-I-E dot O-N-E. Don't forget to use code DECODEN40 for that 15% discount. Creamy.one. Let's get back to the show. All right, here we go. What do we got here? Just just a, a simple question that, that I am going to pose to you, and I want you to just think about it. I suspect it's not going to take long for you to think about it, but I want to just kind of go through your thoughts on this. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're all married here. If your wife has a friend 
who is also like married, a male friend who's married. And they are talking on the phone at midnight or after midnight. What are your thoughts? I don't like it. My answer hasn't changed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are they talking about? That's none of your business. They're on the phone. You know, it's none of my business. It's twelve o'clock. Are they regularly on the phone? Yes, regularly, regularly, regularly. Yes, and regularly could be once a week, a couple times a month. But it's it's a consistent cadence. Uh, yeah, I'm not comfortable with that. Wait, what'd you say, Vin? Fuck off the phone. Fuck, you got to talk to that nigga for 12 o'clock at night. Get the fuck off the phone. What the fuck is going on here? Are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. No. Because <laughs> if, if, if they're talking at 12 at night, that means that he's... All right, first of all, I go to sleep later than my wife. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm usually downstairs, dining room, living room, and she's upstairs. So she's awake at midnight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, avoiding, they're avoiding my ears. He's he's talking late at night. It now shit with your wife. So what do you tell the wife? Uh, fuck off the phone. Fucking hang up. That's exactly how you say. Don't you? Yeah, fucking hang up. What what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Who the fuck are you talking to right now? It's midnight. God damn it. What the fuck are you? Fuck what's all that? What's, what's all this that? Is this telephone love? What the fuck is this? What is this? What is this new edition? Get the fuck off the phone. This ain't telephone love. Get the fuck off the phone. What is it? Shopper ranks. <laughs> It sounds so good on the line. Get the fuck off the phone. <laughs> Telephone love. <laughs> phone. I think this is. <laughs> All right, Mac, you've been quiet. What do you tell the wife? Did he freeze? Is he, he frozen? frozen? Yo, he shut down his infrastructure. He doesn't even want to oh. deal with this question. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he shut his internet down. He said uh. infrastructure <laughs> over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reach for the button like, uh... Let's kill this. Uh, the way he was sitting still like that, I was like, oh, shit. I thought he was pondering the question. Shit, that hit a nerve. <laughs> <laughs> His wife's been on the phone at midnight. Okay. He's like, I'm still trying to figure out what to say exactly. I'm glad you brought so, up. So, Leon, what, 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 you walking around the house, you come in the bedroom. Ooh. It would have to be weird because my wife does not use the phone. So she does not like yeah. to be on the phone. Yeah. So for her to be on the phone with someone at any point of the day would be weird for me because it's typically her family members. And that's like maybe once every two weeks. So if she's on the phone after midnight with um, another guy, I'd be like, nah, what are you doing? Like, we don't even talk. I would stop. I would stop. Who is business here? I would talk. Cause I would have to think that if the shoe was on the other foot, she would be like, nah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who are you talking to right now? Fuck out. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm I'm like, pretty sure my wife is not going to be comfortable with that. Right. Like maybe if it's a one off because something happened or there's something going on, right. going right. on. But um, but just like regular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you laughing about? <laughs> what? It's so funny. Well, Mac, you're back. Uh, I was asking you the question. What would you tell your wife? Yes, sir. Uh, oh, you... What do you mean? What I would tell my wife? I what I, words would you use? <laughs> To express, Yo, stop, why are you talking you about? Were... Okay, so, so Wait, first of all, first of all, would you would you so approach it's... your wife or would you approach him? Because I felt like you were about to go somewhere with that. Oh, I would definitely say something to her first. Okay, so wait a minute. So it, it's it's my wife's friend's husband. No, it's your wife's friend, but he's married. He's married. He's a male. He's straight. That's the first thing. I was, if he's straight, yeah, he's he's married to a woman. He's straight enough. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, he's married to a woman. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would be like, I, I would. Well, first I would inquire. I wouldn't accuse. First I would inquire. I would ask what's going on. And then it, and then I'd be like, I don't understand what's going on here. And then how, if it how many phone conversations would have to occur before you inquire? <laughs> mm. Two, three, 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 three. At the end of call three or four, I'm, I'm. My God, you're three midnight you're calls, nigga. <laughs> three midnight calls. This is why. This is why Listen. representatives in stores keep you there for hours. You are a patient man. Oh my God. <laughs> I just okay. need one midnight call. Like, who that on the fucking phone? It's twelve oh two at night, sir. Why are you calling my wife's phone at twelve oh two, sir? And and do you ever reach sir? out to him? What? From, from State Farm. <laughs> who is Jake? Jake? Why does he State sound Farm. like him? Oh, State Farm? You better be Jake from State um, Farm, sir. You mean Jake so, from State Farm? <laughs> so do you, you if that's her if, Jake. That, if that's if that's her friend, I don't want to make it a problem unless it's a problem. So because because you you can't pull that back. You understand what I'm saying? Like I can't pull that back. In other words, once I say something to him, it's always uncomfortable. But if he if doesn't, we, if, we if you don't gonna... say something to him, it'll always be uncomfortable for you. No, if well, you don't say anything to like somebody. Wife, if I say something, no, 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 I'm gonna say something to her. Mm -hmm. She's my wife. Yeah. Okay. Right. So so if she continues that behavior, that's not his fault. That's her. Yeah, I agree. So so my beef is not with him. She's allowing that. So. I don't really have a beef. A man can't do anything that a woman doesn't allow. You know, that's not a crime. So what I'm saying say, yeah. is... I, I hear people say that line. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I, let me, yeah, let me be clear. Let me be clear. That, my friend. That's not no, a no, crime. No, let me be clear. That's <laughs> not a crime. Yeah. No, but even, 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 if you, even if you get too close to a woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, it's not okay. So, so my, but my point being is, is that if, if, if this phone call behavior is is it has any continuity to it, then that's a conversation that I need to, to have with her, not with him. Absolutely. That's that that's a her conversation. So I know. So and then if that, him, he comes over for the barbecue and you you don't go, hey my man, uh, what's up with the calls? No, 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 because no. it's gonna be it's gonna be shut down on on this end because she's not gonna answer the right. calls anymore. Hmm. And to me, if I got to say something to him, that's some sucker shit. If I got to say something to him, that's some sucker shit. Now, yeah. now. If it gets to the point where I have to say something to him, that means yeah. I got to, I got to. Then I got a bigger problem. I got to, yeah, I got a bigger problem. Now, 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 at the same time, if she shuts it down and he keeps calling or he is still aggressive with the text, then it's my job to step in and shut that shit down. At that point, it's not okay. Because clearly she told you no and and you didn't take the no mm -hmm. and it keeps and it, it's still incoming then i'm saying something off rip like that's that's a that's that's five minutes i'm i'm there which undermines your point that a man won't do something that a woman won't allow no i said that, that that's i'm just fucking but, you. i mean it does but, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Fine. I, I mean at that point you got to box up and bug get a box up in blood blood mm. uh, whoa, whoa. 
Well, well, first we'll have a conversation before we box him <laughs> <laughs> <Box'em laughs> up. We don't start with boxing. Do you see the sweat that's made us wearing? He has to have a conversation first. Yeah, yeah, we got we gotta have a conversation. We got to box him blood clot because he's not gonna hear you. She already said hey, it. Hey man, I'm just hey man, I'm just talking right. to you. You gonna hear me? Late night in my drawers, rubbing my dick with, <laughs> with some shea butter. Your wife know your wife knows that I'm talking to you, talking to her. She ain't got a problem with it, nigga. So why you got a problem it's, with it? It's nothing. It's just a little <laughs> demon time between friends. That's okay, it's a little time. If he says that, me. if he says that to me, if he says if yeah. he talks crazy to me like that, shake box him up, shake box him up. <laughs> See, I, I elevated you the box. The sweater off first. Elevated it to shake. Well, well, at, at the point at the point where my wife says don't do this, and a guy is doing it, now you're disrespecting my wife, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You're not just disrespecting my my relationship. Now you're disrespecting my wife. So yeah, you gotta you gotta get a box up. <laughs> if, For if, those listeners who, who don't know what a box, <laughs> you gotta is. get. You gotta get a fucking uh. A, it's a thrashing. You gotta be disciplined. It's a thrashing. You, yeah, be, a thrashing. you have to be disciplined. Absolutely, you have to be disciplined, young man. Oh mm. my god! All right, that's it for that then. All right, that's it, man. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Well, what did we learn this week? Rick's first response is to snitch and then box you up. Um, what what else <laughs> what what else did we learn this week? <laughs> He's got a whole ecosystem of law and justice. <laughs> There will be law in Flatbush. There will be blood in the world, Rick. Alaric is flying for the the auxiliary police next week. (laughs) They just made me the mayor of Flatbush, sir. I am the the sheriff of East Flatbush. And if you don't live in Flatbush, you cannot vote in Flatbush. Yeah, yeah. I am the sheriff, sir. I like to play Barrington Lee all the time in my office. I'm the sheriff. <laughs> I, am, I, I am broader than Broadway. <laughs> I learned that if you're a black man, it doesn't matter. You still fit the description. You fit the description. <laughs> that is the name of this podcast. You, sir, you fit, the description. You fit the description. Yes. You fit the description. But Even it says he's, guy, he's a white man with a beard. You know, they can shape shift. Larry, I've seen him do it all the time. <laughs> it's a mistake. <laughs> have, you, have you seen uh, Lovecraft? It's like a documentary. They do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're magical. It's, li- <laughs> it's a lot. They're fucking magical. <laughs> and I, I just saw a rainbow the other day. You know he was he was involved in that. He's, it's, they're magical. <laughs> Oh, Lovecraft is a is a documentary. It's a documentary. Yeah, I, I didn't see him, but I've seen him on the TV. <laughs> I know he's involved. He's involved in that rainbow, rainbow business. Yeah, yeah, I can tell it. He had Skittles on him. That's that's proof. Is that's all I need. He had Skittles. Everybody knows that. It's quiet. Skittles yeah. is the rainbow candy. They are delicious. The Skittles is the rainbow candy. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. Oh man. And oh, all I right. Just, I just found out what else did I learn? Googling. I found out that Ireland will give you citizenship if you have enough heritage, you get a leg up on your ability to get dual citizenship in Ireland. So I might have oh, to apply. He's moving. He is moving. You might have no. to I might have to apply. And by as applied, 2017, you your whitehood, right? As of 2017, <laughs> 33,000 US residents oh, have migrated to Ireland. Obernet, he's back. 
Oh, oh Burnett is back. Finally. Uh, Bring out the leprechaun. This is quite enough. We're, here. we're looking for 35, <laughs> maybe 36%. I don't know. Once he picks up a bottle of whiskey, he passes that threshold. Don't worry about it. If you if you have a parent, grandparent, or great grandparent who was born in Ireland, you may be eligible for citizenship. Especially by rape. There he goes. Yeah. Isn't isn't Joe isn't Joe Byron uh Irish? Who? Who? President. Joe Byron. Joe who? Byron, see the video. You got to watch oh, the video. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Joe what, Byron? what would you say to the president? Yo, Joe Byron, take me out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I thought your uh, sneaky uh, bourbon shots got up, caught up with you. No. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, isn't he Irish? I don't know. I don't know. He's I white. Don't I don't think so. He went to Ireland no. and I think he's like just white parade or something. I think he's Catholic though. Isn't he Catholic? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that hasn't happened in I a think, while. Yeah, I think it's Irish Catholic. I think that's what he is. I don't know. That I hasn't happened in like a long. Hasn't that happened since JFK was the last one, right? Yeah, I Catholic. Think so. Mm. Oh, we're we're just conspiracy. All right, we're just back. Okay. Now. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Everybody, we appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you for listening to another episode of Decoding 40. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms. Please subscribe to the show and leave us a call, 608-618-4040. Might end up on the show. Tell us what you think about the show. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. 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 Decoding 40. Thank <laughs> you.